Yo, what up, Cloudy Society fam? It's the ASAP. Fucking bravo, as always. Um, bring you guys Cloudycast EP11. Got another article here. Uh, good article. Um, so we're gonna go over that shit. And then I'll put my little input, as I always do. And then um, I'll let you get on with the rest of your fucking day. So you guys know, too. Quick little update. If you guys haven't been on the website lately... Um, I got some more just random shit um, on there finally uploaded as far as um, products you can pick up over at Cloudy Society. So check that out. Um, And then... What else? What else? Got that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be adding some more shit on there. Got this. Today's EP is going to be pretty short. I'm tired as fuck. It's late as fuck, but it, it's been a little while since I've been able to get a new uh, podcast EP up. So we're going to get right into the fucking article. I'll do my shit, and then I'll let you enjoy the fucking day. I hope you all enjoy this fucking podcast. So again, we got uh, Cloudycast EP11. And the article that I have pulled up today, is I found it on Forbes. And it was, uh, let's see here, written on the 25th of February. And today is the 27th, so two days ago this went up. And then this one's called Fork. And this is, I think it's a good article to, or a good EP to listen to, especially if you're looking to get into the the cannabis industry, open a dispensary, fucking start growing your own shit, whatever you want to do in it. I think this is a good uh, EP to listen to uh, because there's going to be some good shit that you're going to hear on this article, and then I'm going to throw my own shit. I've been talking to businesses, um, shops, for several years now So I'm gonna put my fucking two cents in So uh, let's see here Four key principles to thrive in a new cannabis marketplace In just two decades The cannabis industry has evolved From an untracked black market business To a legitimate industry Generating $10.4 billion in revenues in 2018 The industry's growth is poised Only to continue with expectations That will eclipse $25 billion by 2025 33 states and the District of Columbia have legalized cannabis in some form, whether for recreational or medical use, and many others elected pro-cannabis governors in last year's midterm elections, meaning that another big leap forward may happen as soon as this year. And if you haven't heard the last fucking podcast EP, that's fucking perfect. That one bill I was telling you guys about, I'm telling you this shit's happening. <coughs> So, let's continue. And as these states, such as Michigan, New York, New Jersey, and Illinois, enter the market, there are several key principles that potential cannabis entrepreneurs will want to consider as they prepare to open their doors, join the green rush, and thrive. So, here are four key things that um, this article talks about in regards to if you're going to get into the cannabis industry, open dispensary, um, anything like that. These are four key principles and we'll go over them. And then, uh, like I said, I'll let y'all motherfuckers go. So, first one is traceability. With the federal government still deeming cannabis an illegal drug, states have created their own standards. Chief among them is traceability, uh, which is a system states use to track cannabis inventory. Many states' traceability systems track cannabis products 
from seed to sale, meaning that when you buy a cannabis product, whether flower, extract, edible, topical, tincture, in any other form, the state can determine who planted it, harvested it, processed it, and packaged it. For consumers and states alike, traceability systems ensure that the state knows the life cycle of a unit of cannabis from seed to sale, ensuring tax compliance and preventing diversion. Traceability also ensures that legitimate businesses are shielded from federal interference because they comply with state laws. Let's see here. So traceability is definitely something that's super important, especially if you're going to open up a shop. Um, the product that you are getting from, make sure they have uh, the lab results, full traceability as well from fucking the seed all the way to it's fucking on the counter. That's definitely important. That's a good one for sure. Uh, customer eligibility. Any customer who buys cannabis needs to uh, be qualified to do so. For medical cannabis, customer needs to show appropriate medical information, whether a doctor's recommendation ID, card, or a spot on an online registry. Recreational customers must also flash proper identification for proof of age. Okay. For businesses, even a single mistake can cost thousands of dollars in fines or lead to license suspension. This requires a robust and strict process for sales. For new states, joining the medical or recreational market dispensers and retailers may routinely have customers lined up around the block, meaning every single sale must be done both efficiently and properly. Yeah, that's definitely important. You know what I mean? Uh, you want to make sure you ID everybody as you should. But let me see here. What are the other ones? So that's good. Uh, transaction limits. Most states limit the amount of product the customer can buy during a specific period. These limits can be determined by something as simple as an ounce of flour per transaction or a certain number of grams of THC within any given 30-day period. Each state determines the standard reasonable amount for personal use. Overselling is an easy way to lose a license, so record-keeping and reporting is crucial and challenging. The fact is an ounce of flour does not equal an ounce in other forms, like oil or extracts, which is why in many cases flowers are measured by the ounce in edibles and extracts by milligrams of THC, etc. Thus, transaction limits are extremely difficult to manu manually calculate. Prospective owners must realize they can't risk the license on butt tender mental math. The potential for mistakes is too high and it is easily avoidable using technology and specific software. Down transaction limits. I didn't even know those are fucking transaction limits. I mean, I know that you can only have so much on you and every state is different. Um, so I guess that'd be the transaction limit for that. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, knowing your shit, that's pretty fucking basic, yeah. Uh, the other one, tax collection. Because the cannabis sector is cash only, the burden of collecting, counting, and even receiving tax payments is that much more difficult. Uh, making compliance with tax laws especially hard because banks are regulated by the federal government. They can't support businesses engaging in federally illegal activities. Although cannabis is legal in many states, cannabis businesses are still largely shut out by the financial services industry. For businesses, this makes paying taxes both tricky and risky. In California, for example, the state has multiple levels of tax on cannabis, including a 15% excise tax imposed on purchases of cannabis and cannabis products. A cultivation tax of $9.75 per ounce uh, of flour and $2.75 per ounce of cannabis leaves. Uh, sales tax and local sales and excise taxes. In 2018, that, that meant $300 million in tax revenue. <clears throat> 
Without access to commercial federally overseen banks, this means that all of this revenue is transmitted to the state in cash, where it must be secured, counted, and processed. This is obviously another major consideration for both for those entering the market. Non-compliance with regulations like all of the above is not worth the risk. By the time you open a business here, you've invested a significant amount of money in licensing, real estate, and product alone. Businesses have to realize that because cannabis is still federally illegal, states have to be strict. Having no room for error is the only way the system can continue. Um, I mean, yeah, the whole taxing, that's super important. Um, let me see here. Transaction limits, knowing that, of course. Customer, of course, you want to know that. Traceability, of course, you want to know that. Four key principles to thrive in a can. I mean, those are definitely key principles, but fuck, I feel like there's other shit that's super important too, like your social media, staying on top of that, and I'm saying social media because there's fucking billboards everywhere in the states that it's fucking legal in, so there's nothing wrong with, and uh, the smart companies are fucking killing it with social media, that should have been a fucking important factor in thriving in this industry, that should have been on the fucking top of the list, you know what I mean? I mean, these things are super important that they went over, like the traceability, the customer eligibility, transaction limits, all the shit that you should know as far as, like, regulation or whatever you want to call it in the specific state or area. But, man, social media is fucking huge. Um, um, having a fucking website is fucking huge. You know what I mean? Um, getting your name out there, going to every fucking business, you know, that fucking hustling, fucking hustling should, of course, that's fucking common sense, but damn, like social media should have been on there, marketing should have been on there, just the different things, even starting a fucking podcast, starting a podcast talking about Bud and all the fucking different strands and shit, um, anything like that, you know what I mean, just even one like this, just fucking do your own thing, there's tons of information out there, fuck, um, that would be important, staying on top of like the top social sites, um, SEO, all that shit, all that shit should have been on here, don't get me wrong, it was a dope article, I just feel like there's a lot of other shit that should have been on there, um, as far as being able to thrive in this industry, because everybody's fucking going at it, we know it, we see it, um, so, overall, it was a good article, I just feel like it could have been way fucking better with, you know what I mean, better shit on there, if you guys are looking to open up a dispenser or anything like that, or a shop or anything like that, um, feel free to reach out at the ASAP Bravo anywhere on social or the Facebook page for us Cloudy Society and um, and need some like tips and shit. I mean, one person that I would definitely check out, he has all the fucking answers for you, I'm telling you, is uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. You can find him anywhere, Gary V. Um, pretty sure if you listen to this, you've probably fucking heard of him. Um, he's a fucking man. Definitely watch his shit. If you have any questions or anything like that, guys, as always, hit me up at the ASAP Bravo. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Cloudy Society. And the website, of course, is cloudysociety.com. Um, but uh, for now, that's it for this fucking latest podcast. And it went a little longer than I thought it would. Till next time, guys. Peace.